You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, we're going to talk some baseball, as one would typically do. And, you know, I honestly don't know where to go with this show. There's not a ton of moving parts for Kansas City. And I guess you can just start with the arbitration projections that come from MLB Trade Rumors. Uh, and it has uh, some interesting tidbits uh, about players uh, specifically for Kansas City in line for arbitration. If you don't know what arbitration is, arbitration is basically just a payday and a pay raise for specific players as they're under club control. Um, you know, the two sides typically can agree to a deal prior to going to arbitration, but if you do go to arbitration, uh, you will be presenting a case in front of an arbiter, uh, giving each side giving a number that they want, and then the arbiter will hear out both sides, and it's basically going to arbitration uh, mostly is a death sentence uh, to relationships at times, because the whole point is you're not paying that player what he thinks he's worth, and then you go to an arbiter and basically just slander the player uh, and ensure uh, that you win that argument and sometimes you still lose that argument and then you lose the the uh, faith and confidence in the player uh, and, and the relationship with the player so the Royals do have a few people going to arbitration this year and, and Dayton Moore typically handles these things prior to actually going to that point where you would need an arbiter uh, but Frenchy Cordero uh, is one player Hunter Dozier is another Michael Franco would be a, another arbitration case uh, Jesse Hahn Jacob Junis Brad Keller Kevin McCarthy, Alberto Mondesi, Mike Montgomery, Jorge Soler, and also Glenn Sparkman. The the ones that really matter here are Jorge Soler, Alberto Mondesi, Brad Keller, and Hunter Dozier. Now, Dozier and Keller have the best case to get a huge bump in pay raise and a payroll or salary. Brad Keller specifically uh, has a really, really good shot to maximize uh, his earnings. And, you know, you wonder how... An arbiter, if you get to that point, would factor in a, a sample size of 60 games. Uh, and for for Keller, as a starting pitcher, who also missed the start of the year, of course, it's way less than 60 games. Uh, but the bottom line is, uh, Brad Keller had a phenomenal season. And I think that the Royals will, will likely just buy out, or could buy out, uh, Brad Keller's arbitration years. Uh, because uh, there's no real insight on this. There's no real reason. I feel that in, in the sense of it's, it's not really an indication that the organization has made, uh, but it would make sense to just buy out Brad Keller's arbitration. If you believe that this year was not a fluke, if you think that he's only going to get better and better and better from here, or even just stay the same as he was this year, then that number each year go to arbitration will go up and up and up and up. And so you buy those years out ahead of free agency. You buy those years out while you will also be sending Guys like Brady Singer soon to arbitration. Guys like uh, you know Chris Bubich soon to arbitration. These young pitchers coming up 
will eventually go to arbitration. You can just buy out all those arbitration years for Brad Keller at this price today, uh, this year. Uh, so I think that he can get bought out. I don't see Alberto Mondesi or Soler or even Hunter Dozier making a huge leap in salary this year. Uh, but those are some some names to monitor. I think that, you know, the trend in baseball is to buy out those years of arbitration. And Dayton Moore has done that himself. He bought out Eric Cosmer's arbitration at the end of it. He bought out Mike Moustakas' arbitration. Uh, he, he's done a lot of, of, of buying out of arbitration. That's kind of been the trend for a long time in baseball. So we'll see if that continues this year. Uh, I don't really care about the arbitration numbers. Um, you know, I understand what it is. I understand the business of it. But I'm not somebody who's going to get too concerned over arbitration numbers. The bottom line is that you will still be forced to be in Kansas City. Horace Soler cannot walk this offseason for nothing. Brad Keller cannot walk this offseason for nothing. So at that point, I really don't care. It's not my money. It's not my uh, contract. It's not. It's nothing to do with me. So just go ahead and, and do what you want to and do what you will uh, to get these deals done. So those are the arbitration names to watch for as we progress through this offseason. You would hope this offseason has more to talk about than just arbitration, uh, but we'll see what Dayton Moore wants to do with the direction of this team moving forward. And I'm still extremely curious about what direction Dayton Moore wants to take this team. I mean, you can, as we talked about yesterday, conceivably run this thing back with the same players and keep Witt, keep Soler, keep Perez, keep Duffy. Or you can trade everyone. Trade Soler, trade Witt, trade Duffy. Trade Perez and get back huge assets. I mean, again, will the value on Perez ever be higher than it is right now? I mean, he is on the wrong side of 30 right now. He is on an expiring deal coming up. You know, going to be a free agent in 2021. He had a phenomenal year at the plate this season in the COVID season of a shortened season. And for him, it got even shorter with him dealing with COVID and then also getting the eye injury. Will this value he holds today ever be duplicated? So you can make a strong case to trade him. You can also make the case that he is a forever royal and that he is a lifetime royal and that you should resign him. Danny Duffy. I mean, I don't know who would take him on. I don't know what you could get back for him and if it would even be worth it to trade him uh, because at this point, who really cares about Danny Duffy? Uh, but if you get a package for Danny Duffy, I think you absolutely have to pull the trigger. And then for Solaire, I would I would bring him in to the next season. I wouldn't trade him this offseason unless you got a good package for him because I would just hope that he could rebound this trade value closer to what it was after last season where you should have traded him after last season if we, if we know... Uh, with hindsight and everything that we know now, you should probably should have traded him after last offseason. Uh, I would give him the first half of next year before the deadline to recoup some of that value. And then with Merrifield, I think his value is what it is. I, I don't think it'll ever get higher. I also don't think it'll get that much lower. I, I don't know what he could do even to start next season to plummet his trade value. He's pretty consistent. Uh, he's on a team-friendly deal. He's a very versatile player. So Merrifield's an interesting case because you, you can really – for him especially, go either way with it uh, that you want to go. So 
I do want to tell you about good friends over at Built Bar because Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and get 20% off your next order. That's right, 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. They have six brand new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They also have 100% chocolate on the outside of those bars. They're soft and easy to chew. They also are great for losing or maintaining weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Great for the health conscious person. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for the keto diet. You're going to want to get your hands on some pill bars. They're great for pre-workout. They're great for post-workout. They are the absolute best protein bar on the market. No terrible aftertaste, nothing of the sorts. You're going to want to get yourself some Bilt Bars at Pillbar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Get 20% off that next order. When you go to Pillbar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON. 20% off your next order. Get your hands on some Bilt Bars today. And so we're back on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. And it is a red Friday, uh, even though Kansas City is not playing until Monday. As you know, they were supposed to play yesterday against the Buffalo Bills. But that game, due to the Bills having to play on Tuesday, got bumped to Monday. Everything's up in the yard right now. Anthony Sherman's on the COVID list, so you know nothing, thankfully, came of that in the sense of canceling a game as of now uh, for Kansas City. So they're still on, on track to play Buffalo on Monday. So this is still a red Friday. Monday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Fox, as Fox retains the right uh, to one of their few or maybe their only uh, Patrick Mahomes games this year. Again, should have been Thursday, so it should have been a Fox game anyway. And... The World Series does not start until Tuesday. So, Joe Buck is leaving the quote-unquote bubble, which again, stupid-ass name for the baseball postseason. It's not a bubble, it's a money grab. If it was a bubble, there wouldn't be fans there. Joe Joe Buck couldn't leave the premises. It's not a bubble. It's just a funny phrase to use to hide the the outright money grab that this has turned into. Uh, But Joe Buck will leave the quote-unquote bubble and go up to Buffalo call the game between between the, the Chiefs and the Bills, Mahomes and Josh Allen, and then return to Dallas, Texas to start the World Series on Tuesday. So that's a, a wild week for Joe Buck, uh, but he will leave the bubble to go do that on a special doubleheader on Monday Night Football. You've got Chiefs, Bills, Cardinals, and, uh, and uh, Cowboys. You know, Chiefs lost to the Raiders. I get that. The offensive line looks terrible. I get that. Uh, but... Let's relax a little bit. That's the exact same thing that happened against Tennessee last year. I mean, you lose a disappointing game to Tennessee in the regular season. Uh, everyone's freaking out. The sky is falling. But you have Mahomes. You have Andy Reid. You have the best offense in football, talent-wise. Um, it's going to pan out eventually. And um, the season doesn't really matter until the postseason now. I mean, you know you're going to get in. Expanded postseasons, uh, still a 4-1 and record. You're going to get in the postseason. That's all that really matters. And really, with, with only one team getting the bye this year, and you've already beat you've already beat Baltimore, if you can beat Buffalo, you've still set yourself up pretty nicely to get that one bye week. It's going to be fine. The only thing that's, that's, that's very, very concerning to me about the Chiefs is the offensive line. That has got to get better. The offensive line is just horrendous right now. And the defense looks bad. They, they, they started slow last year as well defensively. But 
this team is not supposed to be winning games on their defense. You would like to see Chris Jones and Frank Clark in that front seven that I thought was going to be a really good front seven. You would like to see that front seven get more pressure than they have so far, and we can see if they can do that against Buffalo on Monday because Tennessee did get a few, uh, a lot of pressures really uh, on Monday. Or, no, they play Tuesday, not Monday. See, the NFL calendar is just so weird this year. Uh, so I'm looking for more pressure from the, from the uh, front seven. I'm looking for uh, better offensive line play. I really don't like uh, Ben Neiman playing middle linebacker. I hope that they oust him at linebacker. Looking for a lot of things on Monday. Far more interesting than talking about random arbitration cases for Kansas City. So let me know what you want to talk about on Lockdown Royals on Twitter, at Ryland underscore Styles or at Lockdown Royals. Let me know what you want to discuss on the show. Monday, we will preview the World Series. We will preview the final series in baseball this year, a season in which I never thought would actually get here, would actually happen, and it did. And the ratings are going up a little bit. How about that? Something I also didn't expect to happen. That was for the ratings to go up a little bit. So let me know your score prediction for Monday, Chiefs, Bills, uh, and be good. Be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow, or Monday, on Locked On Royals.